I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Now, this is something we've tangentially talked about. I think we've talked about lots of things in the wheelhouse here. Yeah. Uh, I think the one thing we haven't done is is put those clothes on for size and see if they they're they're, they look good on us shannon yes what are we talking about this week today we are talking about like really practical tactical tips on how to find out if a potential workplace is a good fit for you so i think an instagram user dm'd me about this and was like how do I know, though? Like, I keep feeling like I'm making the wrong choice in different env- work environments that I'm choosing. So, like, are there things that I can be doing proactively to make sure that I'm getting the right fit or a good fit when I'm going through the interview process? So that's what we're going to talk about today. I like it. All right, Shannon, kick us off. What's your first What's your first question for us to ponder here? Yeah, my first question to ponder is, are you crystal clear on what a good fit for you even is? And I kind of think about this as like, you have got to come in with some sort of a measuring stick, so to speak, that you can assess different opportunities against. And if you don't come in with that measuring stick, what I find oftentimes with with folks that I'm coaching is that they will morph and like shape shift and all of a sudden they want exactly what this job is, unless we've dared to like stake a claim in the ground. I go back to like, this is kind of like the basics in negotiations too. like whoever plants the stake first, you're going to land closer to that stake. So it's mm-hmm. really important to be thoughtful about it. So when you're thinking about a good fit in a workplace, like plant your stake first in the sense of getting really clear on like what a good fit even means to you. You can always compromise later, right? You can always decide I only want to go for 70% of what would be a great fit for me. Mm-hmm. But if you don't even know, I think that's a surefire way to end up somewhere that you might not have meant to end up. Um, so how do you do so- this? Yes, that's, yeah. that's my question is, what things should we be thinking about in terms of fit? Yes. And how do we like kind of break those down? So let's start with that. Yes. So I think thinking about like how you like to work and communicate, um, thinking about how much flexibility you want in your work environment, thinking about how much uh, aut- autonomy you want in your work environment, mm. how much collaboration you like to have, how much of like a teamy like you rah-rah environment you like to be a part of versus not and what kind of a leader you really thrive under and getting really specific and clear, perhaps leveraging past experiences that you've had where you had it or where you didn't have it and you wanted quite the opposite of whatever you did have to begin to identify and like spell out some of the qualifiers, if you will, that make it a really good fit for you. I like that. So the other thing I would say after you've kind of thought about what is a good fit for you look like, right? Like you've thought about these things. Mm-hmm. We're still in the pre interview process, right? Like you're thinking about this company you've, you've applied or, or they've reached out. So I would say at this point, I would read the Glassdoor reviews, get a, get an understanding from those and like really read all of them, right? Because some of them are going to be current employees who are just going to write something positive because HR said like, we don't have enough Glassdoor reviews. Like, people go write them. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of weed through those and and really get to the bottom of what those are saying. I think the other option is, or the other thing I would always try and do is if you have a, a second connection on LinkedIn who works there, message them and talk to them about it, right? Like I remember when I worked 
at the Honest Company when we were getting really big, I would have people reaching out to me all the time like, hey, I see this job is open there. Like, I, I don't know you specifically, but we both know we both know Shannon. Like, do you have a few minutes to chat? Here's the role and kind of here's where it's at. <laughs> and I had a lot of conversations like that. And I think that's good. And I think if someone is working there, they should be more than willing to want to talk to someone who wants to work there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think if the person is like, no, I don't have time for you. Well, that's probably a red flag, right? Like, don't They're, people want good people to come and work with them? And if they don't want good people to come and work with them, either either they're just a that's just who they are, mm-hmm. or there's something else about that environment. Because if they're there and they're enjoying it, and that's who they are, that could be that could be a a, a sign of what the the environment looks like. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. So, Shannon, can we shift from pre-interview into the interview and how we can kind of take some nuggets out of that? Yes. So, I think once you get into an interview phase, like, do not shy away from asking questions related to the measuring stick that you've established. So, ask, like, what what is the leadership philosophy at the company? What is the communication approach at the company? What are their beliefs about flexible or results-focused work environments? Again, do not shy away from these questions. I feel like a lot of people, I was just talking with another client the other day who she was like, I can ask that? Heck yes, you can ask that. (laughs) Like, you need to ask that. This is a two-way street conversation. Like, you are equally trying to get a sense on if this is the best fit for you, the same way that they are trying to determine if you are the best fit for them. So, of course, blow wide open, ask away. I like that. And I think asking those types of questions, especially if you hearken back to what's a good fit for you. So if if the amount of autonomy is really important to you or, or the collaboration, ask a lot of questions about that specific thing to make sure that it's delivering on what you what you thrive, the environment that you thrive in. Yes. Um, the other thing I would say when you're asking these types of questions you can you can kind of get at some of the the work life balance things by asking like oh what does the office do for fun like what do you do for fun in your free time if the answers are very lean just just understand that they don't have that type of culture right and if you want to work in a place that has a culture you may need to be the one to bring it mm-hmm. yeah but but try and understand those things leading into it so i think the the advice in the interview phase is, is know what your know what good fit looks like for you and really dig into those questions and get a good sense of if it's going to deliver on it for you or not. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and then the last thing I would say that I guess kind of goes back into like the first question of determining what is a good fit for you. I want you to think about the overarching type of environment that you do best in. So I go back to, I think this is like a Harvard Business Review article way back in the day, but they talked about stars. They're a little bit creative on the spelling for things in my opinion, but that's fine. So there are essentially four types of environments that you could be coming into. A startup, which I think a lot of folks like know intuitively what that means, like scrappy, you know, like 
no process small, no process like potential for chaos but also potential for a lot of like you to leave your thumbprint on an organization rami you could probably speak to startup but <laughs> better than i could um and then the second type is a turnaround so a turnaround is like uh th- crisis mode like shit was just really really bad or is currently really bad and a lot is going to need to be blown up and rethought and totally changed this third type is a realignment and i think about this as like turnaround light like there's a couple (laughs) of things that need to be tweaked but not like totally blown up turnaround is like a 180 realignment is like a 40 degree shift. I love that. I love that. I love that. That's excellent metaphor. And then the sustainer, which is like, everything's pretty great. Everything's pretty hunky dory. Like we just kind of need you to like keep delivering on what's already good around here. So Make getting slightly better, slightly keep better. Delivering. Like that might be slightly. like a 5% better versus the 40 or 180% of a realignment yes. or a turnaround. And so I think like you getting really honest and really clear on which in which of those environments you thrive in and then asking questions of the interview to assess what phase because these can be different phases, you know, it's not like to say that a company always like stays in one phase, but what phase is the broader organization in and your role specifically, right? Because you can work for a very established company that's working on startup initiatives, you know, and so be clear on the broader organization and your role specifically and what's required. And then be really honest with yourself about which one you do the best in. I find some mm-hmm. clients are hesitant to say like, honestly, I just really like sustainers because I have like a really big life outside of work that I want to live. <laughs> I don't want to have to blow a lot of stuff up. And then I also have clients who are equally afraid or ashamed to say that they really do like turnarounds because they're afraid that it will look like they don't want to stay very long, but like mm-hmm. be honest, like, Get clear on that. And then, you know, like, you're just like a cleanup person. I was a cleanup person. That was like my thing. And I got bored. Like, once I cleaned up shit shows, I wanted out of there. I was bored. So get clear on it and leverage that as another category, if you will, that you might consider. I like that. I like the idea of thinking about the place. Like, Shannon's a turnaround. I'm very much a startup. I think some people who don't want to be in either of those two are probably in the realignment. Mm-hmm. Like they like that the company is starting to do some shifts or, or even like starting to shift the focus. I think early in our career, Shannon, a lot of, a lot of companies, including target where we both worked was really like, how do we become more digital savvy? Yes. So I wouldn't say that they were in turnaround. No, I would say that they were much closer to like sustainer slash realignment but not in like a, a humongous way, yes. in a very like realignment way. Well, like, and that pockets of the business were in startup, you know, like I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the team that had to figure out, I mean, now flip with COVID, everybody's clear on drive up. But like back in the day when Robbie and I were at Target, like that was just like a startup idea in the sky, yeah. you know, that somebody had to figure out how to get scrappy and bring that to life. So, yeah, even at big, well-established companies, there can be pockets within the company that are in different phases. So being mindful of that and asking questions to help you discern which phase they might be in. Well, and they want people who like those things in those spaces, right? Like, I don't want to hire someone who's a sustainer to work at my startup, right? Like, that's not the person that I want. (laughs) Like, we don't have process. We don't have... We don't have enough people to do the things. And they're just like, that's just not how it works. Like I need, I need someone who's wearing 12 hats who can run and do 10 different things in one day and, and get energy from that. Like they want you to come in 
and get energy from the situation. So if you really get energy from being a sustainer, great. Like then we want you to bring that energy and succeed here. Absolutely. But if you get energy from being in a startup, you are you're going to get drained in a, totally. in a sustainer position and you're not going to be able to be the right fit for them, right? The interview process is is it a good fit for you? Is it a good fit for the company? And I think being to Shannon's point, being very honest in the interview phase and saying like, this is the type of thing that I want. And this is what I'm hearing. It is, is this what that is? Yes. Because if it is like, I'm in hundred percent, like, let's Came do on, this let's thing. Mm-hmm. As opposed to I'm going to get there and get very uncomfortable after this happens. Yes. Yes. People want it to be a good fit all around. Right. And so like the fact that we get so like squirmy sometimes about admitting what we really want just kind of baffles me at times. Um, Okay, so let's roll this roll this one up on a bow. What are our top tips here on how to find out if a potential workplace is a good fit for you? First, get really clear on what a good fit for you actually even means like bullet pointed list kind of clear. Second, read those Glassdoor reviews, connect with people on LinkedIn who are second connections to get a feel or a vibe. Then if you move into the interview application process, do not shy away from asking questions to discern if it is actually a good fit for you related to leadership style, communication, flexibility, etc. And fun. And then finally, thinking about what type of environment or what type of role you thrive most in startup turnaround realignment or sustainer, and making sure that you're tuned in to what phase the job and the company is in and those realms. Yeah. So with that, we'd love all of your advice on how you find if a potential workplace is a good fit for you. I'm sure we've missed a lot of things. We absolutely have missed a lot of things. So let us know. We'd love to share that advice with everybody else. So hit us up on Instagram at Workplace Hugs. With that, I've been Rami. And I've been Shannon. And this was Workplace Hugs. Workplace Hugs.